podcast with your host connor nolan follow on twitter at cmeds11 for picks podcast drops download subscribe unsubscribe subscribe again give a rating it's all very much appreciated uh how are you into week number seven of this wild 2022 college football season i mean kansas is ranked syracuse is ranked illinois is ranked been high on all those teams all year if you've been paying attention to this podcast and the picks and even James Madison coming in 5 and 0 ranked 25th in the country. Uh D1AA coming up like that. It's pretty impressive. Uh Rutgers still bomb of the barrel, pathetic dumpster fire we all love to see. I mean the defense is good and awesome to see, but holy shit this offense is tragic. Uh and you see Gleason uh get fired on Sunday, the offensive coordinator. Uh don't know yet if it was the right move. I mean I don't know one person who could play with this offense. A lot of young guys, I get it, but we look worse than Iowa's offense out there. Again, not sure why we constantly switch quarterbacks and they keep going in, uh, going with Simon later on, but the guy just turned the ball over on command. Uh, this must be growing pains, I'm feeling. Hopefully, I mean, just every game, it's just so terrible. Uh this offense. Now, the guy from Bergen Catholic will supposedly take over as a offense corner, and hopefully he can score some recruits from this New Jersey area because, I mean, it's loaded with talent, but nobody goes to Rutgers. It's a huge problem. I uh, haven't had a good quarterback since Mike Teal, for Christ's sakes, and Gary Nova wasn't bad, but still lost big. He used to get, just get blown out by good teams as well, but we're a young team still, which is very key, and these guys are getting some good experience and will develop, I hope. But Rutgers had a 13-0 lead in the first half and just decided not to score in the second half. So then Nebraska scored 14 points in the second half to beat Rutgers by a score of 14-13. to Tired of hearing the sold-out crowd, too, uh, in each of these last two games, and then you get a crowd shot, and there's spotty seats all around. I mean, at least the student section shows up and looks crowded there. I'll give them that. But the, we need to start showing up for these games. I mean, this team does need to look better. I mean, I'm not going to these games because they suck and don't even put up a fucking game. I mean, I guess these last two games were all right games because they were close, but nobody even scores. The offenses are just that terrible. But enough about uh, shitty old Rutgers and my rants about them. Just needs to get better. But, uh was a bumpy ride last weekend, tough afternoon games, and it was hot for the night games. Uh, I'm going to change it up a little bit. Might just have a smaller card. I feel like I inflated it last week and posted some leaning uh, plays and should have never done that. It's never good to do leans. If you're confident in plays, we want to stick with that, keep the record up, keep the units up. Uh, looking for quality over quantity. Other way around when I'm out and about, but um, failed you guys again with that one. Uh 
trying to win some money. Didn't do that last week. Now the record brings us to 29-28 overall and negative uh, 1.35 units overall. But we do hit the game of the week in Notre Dame, which brings our game of the week bets to 6-1 and one on the year. I'm fire with those. So if you are following some picks, at least take that one as they are almost a guaranteed winner, 86% winner on the year for the game of the week. But adding to that uh, Notre Dame game, they completely controlled that game up until late where BYU was making a small comeback at the end. They were down eight with the ball, but decided to run the ball on fourth and two uh, against Notre Dame. But Notre Dame stopped them and uh, pretty much kneeled it from there. Uh, they were moving the ball nice all game, Notre Dame. And in the second half, BYU uh, pretty much came back a little bit. But Notre Dame actually had tight end Mayer, just an absolute beast, receiving for over 100 yards and double-digit catches. Uh, guy's a stud and probably will play on Sundays one day. But their Notre Dame's run game is just unstoppable, too. They're starting to look each and every day like a better team uh, coming off that Marshall loss and shaky start of the year. But we'll keep an eye out for them, obviously. It's, they've won me two games of the week uh, thus far this year. But uh, Friday night, took the under 53 for the UNLV at San Jose State game. Uh, was a lopsided victory. San Jose absolutely destroyed them. But final score was 40-7, to which gave us the win for the under. Uh Looks like the San Jose State team means some business. Their defense is solid, and now they have Cordero, quarterback transfer from Hawaii on the squad, helping out on this offense. Uh, weaker side of the team is on offense, but, I mean, this defense is legit this year. Uh, pick up the one-unit win with this one to start off the weekend. Uh, Tennessee absolutely destroyed LSU. Honestly, I think it would have been a better game, but Brian Kelly just decided to go for it on fourth down in the first half like three times, and they were all terrible plays. One was like at the end of the half. It's like fourth and ten. And there's like, I don't know, just like 20 seconds or 30 seconds left, and he goes for it. It's like midfield. Why, why wouldn't you just punt it, bring it into halftime, you're losing, at least not fucking give up a sack like you did, and then Tennessee goes right back down and scores before the half. I mean, just boneheaded plays, stupid coaching, took them out of the game early on, and Tennessee just never looked back. Uh, Purdue took on uh, Maryland, and what a good away win this was for the Boilermakers. Uh, Very good mid-level Big Ten matchup. Both these teams are good, and that was a low-key good game, especially with all the other big games going on at 12 12 o'clocks. Uh, ultimately, it was back and forth. Uh, Purdue took a, ended up taking a two-score lead uh, late. Um, Maryland scored late, touchdown, but Purdue was able to hang on, gave us the one-unit win. Um, UCLA took on the uh, Utah Utes, uh, traveled down to SoCal. Um, I mean, this was a good back-and-forth game, too. Uh, a couple late turnovers from Utah, which ultimately took them out of the game. But uh, Utah's defense wasn't stopping UCLA at all. UCLA absolutely running all over them. Charbonnet couldn't be stopped. Either could DTR. Uh, great win for Chip Kelly and this UCLA team. Uh, Bruins, dogs at home, too, and got the outright win. Uh, now Utah takes on USC at home, though, in uh, Salt Lake. Different team away. Um Honestly, it's it'll be good to see how uh, Caleb Williams and Lincoln Riley do up in those mountains away from home. I mean, Utah is just a totally different team at home as opposed to away, so we'll see. 
Um, fell for the old Duke Georgia Tech trap. I told you guys this last week. I knew that was going to be a trap game. Uh, Duke was only favored by three. Georgia Tech just not that strong, but Georgia Tech absolutely shut them down. Duke couldn't even do anything on offense. Uh, bad read, knew it was. Don't know why the hell I even kept going for it. But like I said earlier, just inflated picks being stupid. Uh, same with Tulsa and Navy. Just a bad read overall. Tulsa historically does bad versus Navy option attack. And I thought now that they have an actual good quarterback in Bryn that could uh, he could make some plays, score some touchdowns for him, but he couldn't even do anything either. Uh, thought this Tulsa team would have been something special. I mean, still have time to do it. Just an embarrassing loss, honestly. Absolute blowout, but gave us a one-unit loss on that. East Carolina took on Tulane. Uh, they just couldn't get the ball going on offense. This, t- this Tulane defense is good. Um, just doesn't give up the big plays or touchdowns. Uh, Tulane now 5-1, and one, looking to compete for an American Conference title if they keep this up. And honestly, I think they will. I think they're, they're a good football team. They play defense. Some of these AAC teams just, you know, they can't hang when it comes to a good defense. And Tulane's is, is really good. Uh, we'll see how they fare uh, as we go along. I think they're like 12-point favorites in this upcoming week. Won't won't touch them, but we'll always keep an eye on them. Uh, Air Force traveled to Logan, Utah, took on the Utah State Aggies, came in as 10-point favorites and lost this one outright. Uh, Utah State looking a lot better than what they looked like at the beginning of the season. Biggest thing for Utah State here was stopping this run game. I mean, you, um, Air Force still put up uh, yards, but... Uh, you know, they run it every down. They're going to have a lot of yards. But they were able to get some um, big stops on uh, first and second down and then force an Air Force to throw the ball on third down. They just couldn't. They can't throw the ball at all. So if you get them in a long down territory, it's just they're not getting first downs. But Utah State did a great job there. Gave us a two-unit loss on that one, though. Uh, undefeated and now ranked, James Madison took on Arkansas State. And their offense just couldn't be stopped by this Arkansas State State defense. Uh, I thought they would have played better playing at home, showing a new team that's coming in, maybe get in for this game. But, I mean, James Madison just rolled all over them. Great transition from the D1AA. Shows they could compete in these lower levels. We'll see how they do. You know, North Dakota State took on Arizona earlier this year. Uh, Arizona only ended up winning by three. So you see some of these D1 AA teams, they could compete if they ever got to this level, which I'm sure one day they will, but I don't know. James Madison looking good right now. Uh, Boston College got absolutely fucked on by Clemson's defense. Couldn't run the ball for shit. So they had Jerkovich throw the ball 40 times and suck. Below 50% completion percentage, but honestly, Clemson looked very impressive. Uh, This defense is top-notch and will be a sight to see as they go against Florida State. Uh, this upcoming week, I'm actually starting to like this team a lot. Uh, defense looked like shit against Wake, but Harmon is a top-notch quarterback. We'll get drafted one day, no doubt. Um, don't know if I could say the same for BC's Jerkovich any longer. I mean, that was just an awful performance. But uh, this Clemson team has been looking good. Offense still not as high power as uh, I would like to see them, but this defense is very good. Uh, USC hosted Wazoo. And was looking like a close game until halftime. And then USC was able to pull away, shutting out this Wazoo offense in the second half. Uh, USC team, they're looking good, but honestly not as good as I think they should. Caleb Williams, only 15 for 29 for 188 yards. Isn't really the most impressive stat line, especially against this defense. I mean, Bo Nix, 
tore this defense apart at uh, Wazoo, too. Um, you know, like I mentioned before, USC traveling now to Utah. Uh, it's, it's a different ball game when you're going up in those mountains. I mean, it's going to be an electric atmosphere, night game. Uh, I guess it's 5 o'clock over there. Uh, mountain time, so 7 or 6, so right around there. You get the picture, but it's going to be a sold-out crowd, and it's going to be bumping there. We'll see how they do. Uh, late game was Stanford taking on Oregon State as five-point underdogs. They were able to cover, but had a heartbreaking loss in the final seconds to this Beaver team. Oregon State was going with a backup to Chance Nolan Hurt, um, but they are still miraculously able to pull off a 50-yard touchdown pass with like 15 seconds left to go to win it. Uh, honestly, tough loss for Stanford as they're desperate for their first conference win. Uh, but they still cover because us that one unit win. That's what we care about. All right, on to the picks for Saturday. Um, just when, you know, it's the 15th actually, just when my rent is due. Hopefully we win. I could pay it and along with my, uh, along with some dog food for to feed my dog. Need that really bad. A lot of good matchups this weekend. A few undefeated teams going at it along with a couple on upset watches and just some good conference games. It's going to be, it's going to be a dog fight this weekend. Uh, first on the noon slate, Penn State at Michigan. Michigan minus seven over under fifty one and a half. Great twelve p one, great twelve p.m. game involving two undefeated Big Ten teams. Both have looked pretty impressive to this point. Both haven't played the best competition. Uh, I would think Penn State has had a fewer or had a few tougher matchups. Um, away game, away wins against Purdue and Auburn, which are very impressive. They absolutely blew out Auburn. Uh, Purdue's a good squad too. Um, but now traveling to the big house against the in-conference rival is never easy. Michigan always has a great has great defenses under Harbaugh, and it hasn't changed this year. Uh, it'll be tough for Clifford in this run game to get going. Penn State does like to run the ball. And is the best part of this offense, but Michigan ranks top ten against the run on their passing defenses and far behind. So you're gonna have to see Clifford step up here and try to make some uh, plays through the air. Uh, but also on the other side of the ball, Michigan likes to run the uh, run the ball as well. Ranks pretty well overall, but they're going against a Penn State defense who's top five in the league against the run. Uh, but out of the top hundred in passing defense, not really the best passing team, Michigan, but. Uh, They'll have the advantage in the passing game if they could get that going. Uh, when I look at this line, though, I think everyone is looking at, like, how is Michigan favored by seven points here? Um, maybe thinking way too many. I would think the majority of the public money is on Penn State, uh, which it looks like 60% of the money is. But I like Michigan here. A lot of people are down on them, and seven points just seems fishy. seems like Vegas is just begging you to take Penn State in this spot. If it moves to seven and a half, there's no no doubt they want to keep uh, people jumping on Penn State. And honestly, for that reason, I'm going Michigan minus seven. I think this defense is going to make make it very difficult for Penn State, make them very uncomfortable, uh, creating try to like create better uh, field position for their offense, getting stops. Uh, but going Michigan minus seven, one unit. Minnesota at Illinois, the Illini. Plus six and a half underdogs at home. Um, you know, Tommy DeVito's status, quarterback for Illinois, is still up in the air. So this this will be a play on Saturday if I move forward with it. 
Uh, I need to see if he's playing because I'm never going to put money on Art Sikowski as my quarterback. Uh, not like DeVito's anything special, but it is a lot better than Art, and I have no doubt about it. Uh, Minnesota's Ibrahim running back. Uh, missed the Purdue game two weeks ago. They really need him as it opens up the passing game for Morgan. He had three picks against Purdue. Looked like absolute shit. Um, Ibrahim expected to play Saturday, so we'll see. Uh, Illinois has a great defense this year, but staying well until, away until I know the status of a few players. Um, you know, Minnesota coming off a of bye week, too. It's just an extra week to prepare. It's, it's just better to stay away right now. We'll see if DeVito plays. Uh, this is honestly a great game. Alabama at Tennessee, old Rocky Top. Tennessee plus seven over and under 66. This one is a great CBS 330 game. Um, probably the best game thus far this season. Tennessee is rolling home at old Rocky Top, taking on Nick Saban's Crimson Tide. Doesn't really get as intense or better than this. Both teams coming in undefeated, ranked three and six in the country. Uh, Tennessee is coming off two good wins versus Florida and LSU, where they control both those games the whole way. This Tennessee offense has been stellar thus far, and so has their defense. Top 10 rushing defense, and Bama loves to run the ball more than anything. Um, the Vols are pretty putrid in their secondary, but Bama hasn't exactly been great through the air this year. Bryson Young's status still up in the air. I would imagine he does play. I think he is, but coming off a shoulder injury too, so I wouldn't be surprised if they try to give him a light load. Try running the ball consistently. Um, well, the Vols have been playing good defense on the other side of the ball. So has Bama's defense. Uh, top 10, both rushing and passing defenses, while well, second in the country in yards allowed. Uh, it's obvious this Vols offense hasn't seen a defense like this yet. Uh, you know, LSU's defense and Florida's is decent, but we're talking about a powerhouse team over here. Nick Saban, number one in the country type shit. I mean, they are ranked number three, but... You know, they could be number one if uh, if push came to shove, especially knowing their offense might be struggling with injuries with Bryson Young. Uh, it might be tough to get some points here. Um, and, you know, the way with Tennessee's defense playing, uh, you know, they haven't been that bad either. You know, Florida, the Florida-Tennessee, I took the over in that one, but it was looking like it was, the under was going to hit. Um, but they ended up pulling a... Both teams have been scoring a lot of points in the second half. Uh, but I think this is just going to be a hard-nosed battle. Um, both offenses, strong points, are their defenses. Uh, you know, Tennessee is able to score some points, but I am a Hendon Hooker fan too, but him facing this defense is a tall order. I mean, he doesn't. He never saw anything like this in the ACC. He did get some licks last year. He played pretty well against Bama last year, but Bama absolutely took over that game. And, you know, last year they scored over 70 points, so I think people see that. They want to jump on this number, take the over 66. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. But, honestly, I like the under here um, for two units here. I'm going, going under 66 for two units. I think both defenses are going to be going at it. I think this is going to be a great college football game. Um, but give me, give me that under 66 for two units. Might be my game of the week between this one and another one so I'll uh I'll clarify that as we go on I need I need uh, another day to figure that out it's big though it's six and one on the game of the week so I, I need a I need to be 100 percent sure I'm taking that but uh I'll let you guys know Oklahoma state at TCU TCU minus four over under 68 and a half 
Another great Saturday game. Two undefeated Big 12 teams, ranked 8th and 13th in the country, now battling it out. Uh, TCU having a great season so far, and I don't think anything anyone saw this one coming. Uh, Oklahoma State having a close call with Texas Tech last week. Uh, was down for most of the game, but ended up taking the lead late for the win. Maybe a good look-ahead spot uh, for the Cowboys as they do take on Texas next week, and that's going to be a battle. I mean, it looks like those two teams might be the two teams in the Big 12 title game later on this year. Um, obviously expect a high-scoring game here, but I've been high on this Oklahoma State team all year, and I think they have a chance to play in uh, another game for the Big 12 title. I really do. Um, TCU has been having an eye-opening season so far, but Oklahoma State has been in the spot bef- this spot before. It's familiar with these types of games. Uh, I like their D-line, D too. A lot of people are hating on it. Um, they haven't been playing up to standards, but I do. If they are able to get some pressure on Duggan and make him uncomfortable, get him out of the pocket. I know he likes to run, but you know, put a fucking QB spy. I don't understand this shit. You know the quarterback can run. Get a spy on him. Get Keep him contained. Just make him uncomfortable. Push him around a little bit. You know, it's going to be tough out there. Um, both teams can actually stop the run. So expecting a lot of passing in this one, a lot of scrambling from uh, Sanders, too, who I like. Uh, has experience in big games, too. Uh, biggest game so far this year for both teams. Uh, I like the Cowboys here, though. Getting the four points, I think that's just a lot of points. This Oklahoma State team is talented. They, they have high hopes this year. Um, like I said, TCU has had a good season thus far, but you know they're playing the best team they played so far this year, too, as well. You know, Oklahoma with a great blowout win beat Kansas, but, you know, Oklahoma's in shambles right now, and Kansas is Kansas. You know, they their quarterback got hurt too, uh, Jalen Daniels. So, um, but taking the Cowboys here uh, with the points plus four for one unit, could even see this one, them winning this one outright. Going to probably put a uh, underdog parlay out there for Saturday. I uh, came close last week. I usually don't post my parlays, but uh, I think I'm going to do it this week. Um, and it's just as a little treat for you guys. But uh, NC State at Syracuse. Syracuse, uh, minus 3.5, over under 42. Um, North Carolina State traveling up to Syracuse, New York, to the Carrier Dome. Uh, both ACC teams ranked. I'm sure it's been a while since both teams were ranked playing in the Carrier Dome, but this place is going to be rocking. Uh, these fans are dedicated. We'll show up for big games. Uh, they're used to it with the uh, basketball games and everything, but uh, it'll be a good sight to see for ACC, no doubt. Um, they this sets a lot of places for an indoor facility too. It's going to be loud. It's it's going to be exciting. But uh, you know, it's unfortunate all these games are on at the same time. Like, gotta have the two TV set up with the laptop, even my phone out. Um, just catching it all, taking it all in. But uh, you know, NC State's quarterback Leary, um, he's banged up. It doesn't look like he's going to play. Like, I don't understand with college football. It's so annoying because. The injury report is just like a huge secret until like game time, and that's like a lab. If you're able to game, gamble on these sports, you should be able to actually assess the information, injury report and all, just so you could get a good idea. I mean, you're investing your money in these things. And, you know, NFL does a good job of it. Some teams are assholes about it, but like the Patriots. But, you know, it's just it would just would be better if they had better information for you available. Um but expecting them 
expecting Syracuse to be ready for this one, even with uh, NC State's offense already having their struggles, and now they might have a backup in. You know, it doesn't really sound very good on their side. And this Syracuse defense is actually pretty good this year. Um, you know, as well as NC State's, it's, it might just be, you know, that's probably why the over-under is 42. Both teams have good defenses. Um, Schrader quarterback for Syracuse has been playing well all year. Um, but so is this run game for Syracuse. I expect, uh, you know, it to be a balanced attack. We'll see. I don't think they're going to gain much against NC State. But I also don't think NC State's going to do much against uh, the Syracuse defense either. I mean, this uh, if you have a backup or Leary going, which I think it's going to be the backup, but still, you know, he's coming into a hostile crowd out here. And this is a big in-conference matchup. Uh, I mean, NC State should have even lost to Florida State last week, but Jordan Travis decided to throw an interception in the end zone when they were in field goal range for the win within the final set in the final minutes. Um, but also, Syracuse is coming off a bye week. Got to see this team play last week. Uh, had some extra prep work. Um, I'm going Syracuse here. One unit, buying that half a point. You know it. Minus three. Book it. LSU at Florida. Florida minus three, over under 15 and a half. You know, LSU is coming off that tough loss to, at home to Tennessee. Absolute blowout just because Brian Kelly is an idiot going for a fourth down, like I mentioned earlier. Absolutely terrible. Uh, but now they're taking on a struggling Florida team uh, who got off to a good start with that win uh, versus Utah. I mean, but has been struggling ever since. Richardson still hasn't looked good. Can run the ball. And that's exactly how they will win games. But, you know, Richardson needs to step up in the passing game. I, you're not – these teams will figure you out. Anybody can fucking stop a run. You got to be versatile. You got to be dynamic. You got to be able to throw the fucking ball and run it. Um, but LSU, I just think they're in a good spot right here. Coming off a tough loss, Brian Kelly is not looking to get embarrassed again like he did. And Jaden Daniels, you know, he's he's all right at times. He's versatile. He's a dual threat. He could throw the ball. He could run the ball. So if he's maybe he'll scramble around, get some uh, yards for us, uh, make some plays, hopefully. Uh, biggest thing for the Tigers will be to stop the run um, against this Florida team. Because if you're stopping the run, you're going to beat this Florida team. I mean, they struggled last week with it, but I'm not even counting that game last week it was just such a poorly coached position I don't see Brian Kelly making the same mistakes in this one um just expecting a good bounce back when they need it uh if they don't win I think this will be still be a field goal game I think it's gonna be close uh, I just I think not too much scoring but keep it close also public is all over Florida almost 70 percent uh probably just because LSU looked like trash this weekend so it's a good time to buy LSU here. I'm taking them plus three for uh, one unit. Clemson at Florida State. Clemson minus three over under 51. Uh, Clemson heading down to Tallahassee, taking on the Seminoles, uh, scoring off. Tough matchup where Florida State should have beaten NC State last week through that pick. Jordan Travis uh, in range for that winning field goal. Only down by two. 19-17. Throws the pick in the end zone. Absolutely, absolute crusher. Um, just poor decision making overall. You just can't do that. You gotta be smart. I mean, you're going for the win. Why not even run it? I don't know. Getting closer, try running it. But uh, if you're in field goal range already, come on. Can't be making mistakes like that. Uh, offensively, Clemson is a huge powerhouse like they have been in the past. Ukulele still needs some improvement. 
not really high powered guy, just uh but he does have potential. We'll see how he does. I mean he's only a sophomore. Uh this Clemson defense though is really good. No one's running on them. Coming into this game number one number one ranked rushing defense in the country. And that's exactly what Florida State likes to do. I mean, they're pretty balanced, but better at the run game than the pass. Uh, maybe you'll probably see more passing here. Clemson not as good, but they did get torn up by Hartman. That was about it. Uh, Jordan, Jordan Travis isn't bad. Um, he isn't Sam Hartman, though, so I think uh, I don't think they'll have too many struggles against them. Um, but this Clemson defense gets Florida State off the field quick. More opportunities for the offense. It'll be a good night like they did against Boston College. Only thing that scares me is over 80% of the money is on Clemson. But I'm still taking them. I think they're good. I think they're going to shut down Florida State. I think they're going to get this win. Clemson minus three for one unit. Uh, Memphis. Nice little uh, AAC battle. Uh, Memphis going to East Carolina. East Carolina minus five. Over under 58. Uh, Memphis coming off an absolute heartbreaker to Houston where they were up two scores with like two or three minutes left. And uh, Houston went in, then uh, did an onside kick, recovered it, drove it down the field, scored a touchdown in the final seconds, uh, took the lead against Memphis. Absolutely dreadful. Uh, now Memphis travels to East Carolina where East Carolina is coming off a loss to Tulane where Tulane owned them. I heard the recap earlier. Uh just couldn't go on, get it going on offense. Uh, but now they're at home, and this team does play well at home. Should be in NC State in week one, but their kicker choked, missed two field goals uh, to lose them the game. Both would have been winning field goals, but missed them both. Um, the passing offense, led by Ayler, is ranked 18th in the country, and Memphis's passing defense is legit one of the worst in the country. You know, I think East Carolina is due for a big win here, and they do have the ability to score. They can run it up. Um, you know, the minus five doesn't really scare me. I could see them win by a touchdown or more. Uh, I'm going East Carolina here, running back-to-back weeks, uh, minus five for two units. USC at Utah. So this is going to be a dogfight. Great game. Uh, USC coming off a win against Wazoo. Uh, where it was a close game in the first half, and then USC ended up pulling away in the second half. Uh, Utah coming off a loss to the uh, other Southern California team, UCLA, which was a tough one, but Utah State's, I mean, Utah's defense just couldn't stop DTR and company. Uh, did well on offense, but just couldn't keep up with UCLA. Uh, now Utah was away, and they just suck when they're away versus at home. Um Thankfully, they're at home against this undefeated USC team. Uh, you know this place is going to be packed, rocking. Uh, not sure if Caleb and Riley are used to this high-altitude playing, but it's definitely a change of pace for them, something they're experiencing for the first time. Not too cold. It'll be that night. It's actually going to be a great night. I think it's like in the 60s or something like that. Um, but this Utah team is going to look to run the ball as much as they can. Uh, running back by committee, I do like Thomas. They did look pretty well. Pretty good running the ball last week. Um, but like I said, their defense just wasn't stopping them. That's one of the things that scares me. But they are top 30 in rushing offense. Uh, USC's rushing defense ranks above uh, above 80. So you could see um, Utah taking advantage of the run game there. Um, can see them absolutely playing some hard-nosed football in this one, controlling the run game, time possession. Uh 
USC is able to balance the offense between run and pass, but definitely a better passing team. And now they're going against the top 20 passing defense. It's going to be tough out there in Salt Lake. Uh, Talent-wise, I do think USC is a better team out there, but this is another big away in-conference game in a loud environment. Um, Last one was Oregon State, where they should have lost that game, Um, but we're still able to pull it out in the end. Uh, Last, I think it was the last drive, like a minute ago, they scored, took the lead, but also Chance Nolan, the quarterback for Oregon State, threw four picks, Uh, but... I'm going Utah here. Um, it's at minus three. Just think with this run game, the crowd, they could pull this one out. Uh, you know, I might make this a two-unit play. Tune-in might be my other game of the week. I'm not sure yet. You know, I see a lot of cappers actually taking Utah, but a lot of the money's on USC, like 60%. I'm actually kind of surprised, but a lot of people going with Utah um, in the gambling world, and I'm sticking with them. It's just I don't know if it's going to be a bigger play. It might be my play of the week, but I do like that Bama under game. Uh, just annoying taking an under as the game of the week. But we'll see. I'll uh, let you guys know. But that's going to actually do it for um, week number seven. I might actually add a few picks on. I actually do like this week. I think we're going to do well. Um, but tune in Saturday. I'll put some more plays up if I do. But just to recap what we went over, going with Michigan minus seven for one unit, Bama, Tennessee under 66, two units, Oklahoma State plus four, one unit, Cuse, minus three, one unit. LSU, plus three, one unit. Clemson, minus three, one unit. Uh, East Carolina, minus five for two units. Uh, Utah, minus three, one or two units. We'll see. But uh, follow on uh, Twitter, at CMeds11. Leave a comment, like. Much appreciated. I'll uh, read some comments if you guys ever do it. Uh, got some a couple weeks ago. Read them out loud. If I get a good reaction, you know, all that good stuff. Uh, have some fun out there. But I hope you guys enjoy. Hopefully we get to win some money. We'll see you next week. Enjoy this Saturday. Thanks.